Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, Spurs fans around the world. It's Theo Delaney back again with another Spurs show. I'm in North London. I have three great guests who've agreed to come back and preview with me the forthcoming game this weekend away at Bournemouth, a curate's egg of a game in my view. Let's see what they make of it. Welcome back, Chris Paros. Hello, hello. Paul Hawksby's back. Hi, Paul. Hi, Theo. And hello, Tony Galvin. Thank you so much for returning. Okay, pleased to be here. Now, Bournemouth have undergone some interesting times recently. We expected them to go down last year. They 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 fired Tottenham legend Scotty Parker after only three games when he complained about the lack of spending. They've got um, moneyed owners. They've bought some players, some interesting players, and they've started the season okay. And actually, when you look at some of the terrible, t- I don't know what you guys think, but they, when you look at teams like Sheffield United have got a real uphill task, they've got big money yeah. problems. You look at Wolves, they seem to have massive money problems and all sorts. You look at Little Luton, you'd think of Bournemouth, you think, yeah, you've got a chance. I mean, look at how bad Everton look as well. You think Bournemouth <laughs> got a st- chance of staying up here. They look like actually like there might be something to them. Paul, you're across these things. What do you make of Bournemouth and how many, how how Worried are you about the prospect of uh, playing them at the weekend? We've had a funny old record there. We we used to go there and sort of lay waste to them and get like five or six goals. And yet we've had a few games where we there was the one where um, Sonny got sent off, didn't he? Didn't he get sucked yes. into one by Jefferson he, Lerma? Exactly, and he got right, yeah. sent off there. So it's it's been a funny old ground for us. Um, you don't get a lot of fans in it, so you know the away <laughs> support is hardcore, but it's in. It's in the hundreds because it's such a small ground. And they are kind of, they're a bit like us, really. They're a work in progress because they've got a new coach who wants them to play in a different way. And I saw a bit of them uh, watching the highlights of the Liverpool game the other day. They started really well in the game. They've Liverpool on the back foot. 
and they they looked, the lead, didn't again, they? quite yeah, a bit like us, quite confident yeah. on the ball, taking chances, trying to play in the manager's image. But it's, I don't think it's going to be an easy game. But I think if we go in with the same attitude that we showed uh, in the first two games, especially in the uh, the game at the weekend against Manchester United. We should be going there. If we're serious about sort of top six, top four, then we should be going there and getting a result. Yeah. Tony, I'm interested in the mentality now because Ange has come in and he has introduced this very attacking, very positive, yeah. relentless, never stop attacking, even if you, you know. What do you think, when you go to somewhere like Bournemouth who are, you know, decent, as we've said, and they're sort of in transition themselves, what do you think the dangers are mentally? Do you think you could possibly? Do you think there's a danger they could go there and and be complacent, having turned Manchester United over? In your experience, I mean, you were in a team that was a front foot team, a flair yeah. team, played attacking football. Do yeah. you think that can set in? We were also a team that um, were outstanding one week and shit the next. Week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. um, for, for no apparent reason. Yes, yeah. So. Um, I, I I mean, if I was part of that team, that this, certainly from the second half against Manchester United, if I was part of that team and in that dressing room, you look at your next fixture and you think, well, well, yeah, come on, let's let's have it because you've got to go in there positive and you know carry on playing the same way. You, there's no fear, complacent. I don't think with that manager that would be allowed. He, I don't think he, he would allow complacency to, to set in. Um, they, they, they play without fear. They're quite a young team. I think they'll go there on the front foot. Very positive. Um, you know, and as we already said, they've been, they've been a goal down already, so I don't think that'll be a problem. There's goals in the team, without a shadow of a doubt. I don't see... Not that I know much about Bournemouth, but I don't see them causing us too many problems at the back. Famous last words. So, <laughs> no, I, I don't think complacency at all. You can't be like that. Come on, after the season we had last season, I mean, just just, just no chance. That's not going to happen, is it? They're going to be positive. They're going to be aggressive. And they're going to take the game to Bournemouth. Um, yeah. And I, expect, I fully expect a win. It might only be by one goal, but I expect to win. I mean, was it last year we were two or three goals down at Bournemouth and we drew, didn't we? Was, it, yeah. was that last year Came or two back. years ago? We were losing at Bournemouth mm -hmm. and we got, um, but I think even then we finished up with a better, better team. So I expect us to win, but it, obviously well, it's the Premier League. It won't be easy, of course. Yeah. yeah. Chris, I mean, everyone's saying, everyone's super excited, but at the same time, Everyone's saying, let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried. Come on, let's not get carried. I mean, I think I think Angie's, I nearly called him Potcher. I think yeah. Angie's <laughs> I think Angie's is saying that himself. And and interestingly, he's known for apart from known being known for attacking football and then for, for winning everything in front of him in Scotland yeah. and Japan, he's known for starting badly, getting bad results, yeah. first few games, and people thinking, what the hell is this? This is how do you to what extent are you not getting carried away, Chris, or are you allowing yourself to? Um, get... I think carried away is is interesting because, uh, you know, like my expectations are just let's have some fun. So I don't mind sort of how it goes. I think what's been interesting is about the, the concept of complacency is very much, you know, one of the things of seeing him before he came to Spurs was that whole thing of like we never stop 
which is what all the stuff was at Celtic. Mm. So if you've got a mentality of we never stop, and we saw a little bit of that, even though it's very early days, then complacency isn't an option because we yeah. never stop. Yeah. So that's what I guess that's what I'm hoping for is just seeing that kind of, you know, I think maybe because it's a young team, you've got that joy. I think that joy that we all felt from the stands is the joy that I want to see on the pitch. You know, there's a great story and um, photograph doing the rounds on social media at the moment, which is um, Harry Kane. It's a juxtaposition of Harry Kane running towards the south east corner when he scored a goal and there's nobody around him in the frame. And then there's the same frame from Saturday and there are like nine players in it. Right. From that first goal. And yeah. I sit in the east and the, the, the sort of nearish the southeast corner. And, you know, that was straight away. There were loads of them and they were all there and they all wanted to celebrate together in a really, I, I think, you know, don't get me wrong. And I'm sure you, you know, you've talked about it a lot. Very sad to see Harry go, of course. Mm. But there's something now about it feeling like a joint responsibility. Like mm. there's a collective responsibility from back to front of what that result looks, of what our results are going to look like. Mm-hmm. And so, mm. you know, and so I hope what I want to see on, on Saturday is a team that are saying, right, we've just put Manchester United to task. We're going to go and play in the same way. And yeah, we might let in two goals, but we're going to score three. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, he dropped two players. I mean, not dropped. Let's call, let's say rotated two players yeah. at the weekend, where he brought in uh, Saar and he brought in um, Poro. Oh, Poro. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. said afterwards, which was, I mean, one of the things that's impressive about him, he always seems to say the right thing, doesn't he, so far? Mm. One of the things he said afterwards when he was asked about that was, he, yeah, I, he said, I want to take a look at, you know, the players in the squad. Mm. That's the only reason I did it. I wanted to have a look at Saar. I wanted to have a look at Porro in, in playing in the Premier League. So that's the only way I'm going to learn about him. There's no point in me not. So do you think Paulie might spring a couple of surprises this I mean there are interesting options aren't there when you look at that bench I mean LaCelso interests me I wonder if he's going to give him a run out at some point uh for example do you think he might he might do it again make a couple of changes yeah possibly I think I think he's going to kind of stick to the core of a team that's playing quite well we've got players to come back I mean that midfield with Bentancur in it yeah. and having the option of either bringing Bentancur on to settle things down if because Saar is such an athlete to do his thing or the other way around to have a game that you feel you have a semblance of control over and they just bring him on as an impact player. So it, it is quite exciting. There's some good players to come back. It'd be nice to have a look at the Celso to see how he fits in that system. Actually, I've got a question for Tony. I, I was interested. Funny enough, I, I, it's been such a long time. I went back and watched Richarlison's goals for Evan. There's 50 of them because I've forgotten what kind of goal scorer he was. Yeah, yeah. It feels like such a long time ago. And he yeah. scored all sorts of goals, you know, yeah. a, 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 sort of, a sort of service Tony would have given, balls into the box, he'd get on the end of with headers or yeah. tacking the space, getting a foot in. A lot of stuff running from deep, getting into the area, putting it past the keeper. Quite cool in a one-on-one, which we've not seen a lot of yet. Mm. I mean, you're looking at him, Tony. If you were his supply line, I mean, it's quite a thankless task doing that job in a Postacoglu team. You have to yeah. be pretty selfless. You have to give yourself up for the for the team and do a lot of, do a lot of hard running, a lot of a lot of lost causes, but what have you made of him? If you were part of his supply and what would you make of his performances? Well, I actually thought when Tottenham signed him, I thought it was a fantastic signing because I, I saw him play for Everton and I thought he carried Everton in a lot of games through some very difficult times. And I think Everton struggled without him. And I think he's a big loss to them. 
He struggled at Tottenham without shadow of a doubt. Remember, Harry was there last year, so he couldn't be the main man. He's now the main man. You, we have to give him a little bit of time, I think. I certainly think he's lost some confidence. He certainly doesn't hmm. seem to play with the same amount of confidence, confidence or regression, dare I say. And he certainly, the way he finished uh, at Everton, he's, as you say, he's not really done that at Spurs. Purely and simply, I think, a lack of confidence. And I think game time, the players supporting him, or the manager just saying, look, you're in my team, you're going to stay in my team. I think that that's the case. And I think he'll, I honestly think he'll come good. And I think you have to be a little bit patient. Remember, Bissouma last year, you're blaming the manager, but he was pretty poor last season. He, mm. he did play. He did struggle. You can't always keep blaming the manager. You've got to look at the player. He's been there a while. He did have a bad injury. He's come back. Good pre-season. He looks a different player. Some players need a bit of time to bed in to a new club, a new system. And I think the injury put him back. So I, 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 you've got to give Richarlison a bit, give him a bit of leeway. I personally think he'll come good um, mm. with everybody behind him. And um, I think he will score goals. But obviously I mean, the yeah. supply line has to continue. Everton fans can't speak highly enough of him. They yeah. just absolutely loved him. And they reckon that year, the year before last, he absolutely kept them up yeah. single-handedly, you know. And mm. so I don't think, I, I certainly don't think we've seen anything like the best. But lots of people are very, very quick to write him off. But I, I agree. I think it's only two games into the season. And he's, yeah. he's, it's not like he hasn't made any contribution at all. He's just, and he's had. it's not like he's been missing great chances either. What's he had? Maybe one mm. and a half chances yeah. over two games, something like that. So... Uh, yeah, it's just the confidence thing, isn't it? You do see him with his head down a bit and he's got a slightly uh, slightly sad sort of demeanour about him. But you, you rather think that if he got a one or two goals, yeah. say, uh, this weekend, that would that would change. But there is talk of, of uh, possible you know, transfer market activity. And one of the people they're talking about is that Gift Doban from Ghent, who looks like a very... I mean, I mean he's, he's so new. He's hardly played any... He hasn't played that many games in Belgium, let alone anywhere else. But it's, I think it's all based on just what he looks like when you're. I've, I've watched him on YouTube. Naturally, all right. <laughs> oh my God, he is. They all look good on YouTube. Theo. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely, YouTube. of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Where do we begin? They don't put. They don't put all their crap games on there, do no, they? No, that's true. An eight-minute showreel with drum and bass. You don't, you don't have him falling over his own <laughs> yeah. feet or sticking exactly. one in Rosette. Exactly. You? The only thing you do get some feel for is what he's actually, what his attributes are, and he looks like mm. incredibly powerful, incredibly quick, incredibly direct, and a hell of a finisher. Like a ruthless. He looks ruthless. But I mean. Yeah, I mean the Belgian league. There's is there's all sorts of examples of people who turned up from there and absolutely flopped. And he, as I say, he's only played about forty games over there, I think, or something, maybe even less than that. But do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a this now. What we're into is the last, you know, ten days or so of the or two weeks of the transfer window. What do you think? Um, do you think they'll do business, Paul? And if you if they do, what do you think they'll be prioritising? Well, he's been saying they've got to get players out, so I think. I think they will look to do probably not a lot, maybe one or two, but the squad's too big. Maybe they'll get another centre-half in. I don't know. I mean, Sanchez didn't do too badly when he came in. Maybe he's been doing enough in training to to stay. It looks like Dyer's going to stay. It seems he's keen to stay for another year, but I don't know how much game time he's going to get with that high line. Yeah. But they, can't, they won't be able to bring a lot in because it depends really on how many they can get out. But 
maybe some cover up front, although they've got yeah. the Argentinian lad who came in. I don't know much game time. He's very young and raw. I'm not sure how much yeah. he's going to play this season. Yeah. Um, maybe one other defender, one other centre-back, uh, yeah. and one striker. But I don't think they're going to do a lot. Chris, do you think uh, this Fulham game that's coming up after Bournemouth, which obviously we'll talk about in more detail next week, but do you think he might use that as an opportunity to rotate? Or do you think because it's the League Cup, we haven't got European games to worry about, he should just go full strength right from the off? Well, I think if he's, you know, if his current method is to, you know, use game time to properly assess the squad, then that Fulham game is a really good opportunity to do that. Mm. And you would assume that they would actually do some rotation yeah. as well. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I think we should take that cup seriously because I, yeah. you know, I think, you know, that's a, it's definitely winnable for us this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't see there's any harm in 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 sort of testing some other some other players out yeah. there. I'd quite like to see Solomon get a start. I'd quite like to see mm. Lacelso get a start, you know, yeah. have a look at them, see see what they're like. And maybe even the young Argentinian fella, maybe give him 20 minutes at the end, depending on how the game's going, you know, see what, see how that goes. I think what will happen, though, with Fulham, Fulham will make changes. They, they're that yeah. sort of club. They'll make changes. Yeah. Tottenham will, I don't think they'll make too many changes. No. Make two or three, maybe at the most. Yeah. It will give some people opportunity. But let's get let's get the facts right. Spurs have to go and win that game. They have yeah, to go. Absolutely. They have to go and try and win that game. Yeah, None yeah. of this uh, 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 doesn't really matter. No midweek games. Come on. It's important. Yeah. The League Cup is very winnable. Uh, and then, obviously, get get as far as you can in that and then worry about the FA Cup in January. But yeah. They have to win at Fulham. They have to go with a strong team. And I think they yeah. will. Uh, but yeah. I think yeah, I think you're right, Tony. Yeah. I, I think that because you're right, it'll slow the progress. With you yeah, know, it's all up on the basis that it goes well at Bournemouth. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to try players out, try them from the bench, give them game time from the bench when you've got a mm. bit of control. But mm. I mean, we saw what happened last year in the cups where we changed yeah. things up. The mm. Sheffield United game, and it was an absolute killer for us. We need to keep yeah. the momentum going with this team. So he should stick with the core of the players he's got. It's only one midweek game. We're not going to have a lot of them. Then it's an yeah. international break soon. So yeah. yeah. They're All right, well, they're not going to be tired, are they? No, no, no. no. Uh, they, they they need to, to get some game time yes, to get, get up to absolutely. fitness, don't they? Um, let's t- let's it's time to go. So and now I have to uh, insist that you make uh, predictions for this weekend's <laughs> game at Bournemouth. Tony, you can start. What is your score prediction for the well, Bournemouth game? I don't think I could name a Bournemouth player. <laughs> um, I can't remember the last time I watched them. Um, <laughs> Um, the Spurs are going to win. Yeah, but it might be by one goal, but I could I could see it being a sort of three two. I could yeah. see it three two. Yeah. Um, yeah, Spurs are better than Bournemouth. Okay, end of Chris, story. Love it, Chris. What do you think? Three one Spurs. Love it, Paul. Uh, I'll go one all at half time and sees what's going wrong. I think we're going to get a lot of second half goals this season. I mean, <laughs> where he looks at what's not quite happening and then we dominate a bit more second half yeah so i'll go two one two one spurs madison free kick it's like mystic meg i don't know where i'm getting all this from <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like the detail i'm gonna say just for just to be different i'm gonna say four two tottenham Ooh, i just cool. think i think there's always going to be goals in all of our games i'm gonna say four two uh Tony, Chris, Paul I really appreciate you coming back for this show thank you ever so much I've enjoyed it enormously and uh, we'll be back next week, of course. 
Uh, but before then, well, all that remains for me to say is Theo Delaney in North London saying, Joe, are you Spurs? If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.